police in the morning. Small-time street hood Larry Gigli has a reputation for big-time screw-ups. Ricky is a tough gal gangster. When they're paired together on an assignment that careens wildly out of control, they will find a way to work through their personal differences and work out their mutual attraction. Directed by Martin Brest, Gigli is a high-octane romantic comedy that packs serious heat. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. We review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are, it's February, and what better way to express romance than giving the theme over to Wife's Choice. My wife, Paul's wife, they get to choose our movies this month, and Paul's wife just so happened to bless us on the first week with the 2003 critically acclaimed Gigli. Let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties. You heard what the back of the DVD case had to say. Paul, let's start with the bottom three because I can't think of anything else for this fucking shit. Sounds good to me. All right. Number three, nothing fucking happens in this movie. The characters, for the most part, just stand around talking way too much about nothing, really, while random people just kind of show up for a few minutes, only to never be, be seen again. Number two, the dialogue in this movie is so cringeworthy. It makes me want to jab my, my ears out with forks. It tries so hard to be either funny or witty, but fails at both. Would, would you use the forked end or the, or the like, the handle end? Because that would... I don't give a fuck. The it, forks would, like, that couldn't fit in your ear, Paul. I, I, I would make it fit as long as I don't have to listen to this fucking dialogue. My God, the witty dialogue consists of pointless non-sequiturs, which go on way too long, and the funny dialogue, quote-unquote, is just excessive swearing with terrible fucking Italian gangster mobster accents, which, by the way, your intro and your accent was better than any of the fucking acting in this fucking movie. And we should know about excessive swearing. Oh, yeah. This is just... Oh, my God. And this is all made exponentially worse by my number one pick for the bottom three, which is... Ben Affleck is a fucking terrible actor. I can't think of a single movie where I could I could praise him for anything more than, wow, Ben Affleck's shitty acting didn't completely fucking ruin this otherwise decent film. I mean, to be fair to old Benji, just about everyone else in this movie sucked as well, so he was a good, in good company. However, for some reason, to this day... Ben Affleck is still getting cast in big-budget films, giving the false impression that he's a halfway decent actor. So I feel it is my civic duty to tell the world that that is incorrect. Ben Affleck is not a good actor. He does, in fact, suck. It is a scientific fact. Uh, I'm pretty sure he sucked off Matt Damon a couple times, man. So that's that's how he keeps getting his roles. So for number three, for me... I never thought I'd say this, but I'd rather have watched Dick Shark. Yes, Dick Shark is a better movie than this. At least there were boobs in that one. I, I know, seriously. Like, there's even a scene. Spoiler alert, people. Spoilers. Fucking all throughout this. As if anyone was going to watch this. So, Ben Affleck takes his shirt off during sex, but J-Lo does not. Like, what? what the fuck? Come on now, like, you're gonna make us sit through all this shit and not give us some decent nudity? I just, I, 
Number two. That was so close to being in my bottom three, but the movie was so bad that not even that could have saved it. Number two. All the acting is terrible. Even the veteran actors who are normally good are fucking atrocious in this movie. Al Pacino? Why is he even here? The, the mother from my big fat Greek wedding is wearing a thong and flirting with J-Lo? What the fuck is going on here? And Christopher Walken, I mean... Christopher Walken is just awkward and weird in everything, but this movie, he's just, he's just stupid. There's no reason for him to be there. He awkwardly stares longingly into, not Matt Damon, Ben Affleck's eyes. Matt Damon's boyfriend. And, you know, he's just, he's just there for like three minutes and then gone. Like, there's no reason. The acting is horrible, terrible, atrocious. Goodbye. Number one. Christopher Walken just kind of walks into the movie and is like, wow, this is too shitty for me. Bye. He was, he was just walking around. <laughs> Number one. This movie has dialogue with a capital D-I-E, as in it makes me want to die when there is dialogue in this fucking movie. Yeah, it sounds about right. So what about the top three? What, was, what could we find good about this movie, Paul? All right. So earlier today, I bought a Nintendo Switch. So going into this movie, I was in a pretty good mood, not going to lie. Number two, Christopher Watkins and Al Pacino made cameos in this movie for like 30 seconds each. I don't know why they're in this movie. I just kind of looked up. It's like, oh, hey, there's Al Pacino. And now he's gone. I mean, Al Pacino murdered somebody, so that was a good yeah, thing. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. I mean, for a movie that's, I think, supposed to be about monsters, you'd expect at least somebody to die. So, you know, there was that. Or somebody to be Italian, too. So that was, I guess, kind of cool. And number one, there were absolutely no good characters in this movie. But if I had to pick a favorite, it would be Brian, the mentally challenged guy. He was clearly the most intelligent of the bunch, especially compared to Ben Affleck's character. And he had no problem reminding Ben of his obvious intellectual superiority. And it's really nice to see Ben Affleck get put in his place once in a while. For me, number three. I finally found a movie that is worse than Dick Shark. Dick Shark is finally not at the bottom of my movie list. Number two. The insults Brian uses against Ben Affleck are actually pretty fantastic, even if it is short-lived and forgotten about in the first 20 minutes of this two-hour movie. And basically the same joke over and over. Number one, the cameos. You know, Christopher Walken and Al Pacino make an appearance for 30 seconds apiece, and they give me a glimmer of hope, and then they're gone. And so is my hope. And the movie continues. I died a little inside as I exited the scene. So, you know, I, I think I mentioned the dialogue with a capital D-I-E. Let's give ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. I'll start us off with, Gili rhymes with really. You must be the stupidest person, you pisshead, pisser, pisser, fucker. You just never fucking know. Fuck all of you, you stupid soup fucker. Get the fuck out of here. You're the fuck, you stupid duck fuck. God bless you, penis. Fuck you, Ben Affleck, you overrated piece of shit. Wait, was that a quote in the movie? It should have been. Well, if not, then it is now. Then I guess it's it says, I guess it says it's a substance edition of Quote Wars. So if you have a favorite quote, including 
Paul's fuck you, Ben Affleck, leave it in the comments below. If you have a favorite quote because you've sat through this fucking movie, leave it in the comments below and tell us why you sat through this movie, you godforsaken piece of shit. But, you know... God have mercy on your soul. You know, I I just... We need need to get through this, so it's time for our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. One to ten. One being the best, ten being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a ten out of ten. I gave it a nine out of ten. So I have to say, this is like a Quentin Tarantino movie gone horribly awry. This is a prime example of dialogue doesn't make the movie. The movie has an excessive amount of dialogue, which is abysmal. The writers obviously thought it was clever, funny, and meaningful, when in fact, it only makes you want to act like Ricky's crazy girlfriend and try to end your own existence. This is the worst movie we've ever seen. I I now know why the video rental store clerk didn't want to sell this to me at the closing sale of the store, even for a measly 50 cents. I feel robbed, cheated, bamboozled, and I haven't even had enough booze to truly get through this unscathed. Like, this has been the fucking low point of my entire fucking life. Watching this movie is a testament to how much I love my wife. Because I would have never voluntarily watched this movie had she not asked me to. It just looked so fucking boring and pointless that I was willing to go the rest of my life without ever watching it. As it turns out, that would have been the right decision. Because Julie is such a waste of time that I kept finding myself wishing that I was watching Waterboil instead. The whole movie is just the same unfunny jokes told over and over again, mixed with some pointless, excessive dialogue that has nothing to do with what I think was supposed to be a plot. I don't, I, I don't really even think there was a plot, just a bunch of shitty mobster impressions with a few random cameos interspersed in order to give the impression that time actually passed. Given how universally panned this movie is by critics, I thought it might at least be good for, you know, a few cheap laughs. Unfortunately, that was apparently asking for too much. Julie isn't even worth watching, ironically. It deserves to completely fall into obscurity so that no one will ever have to sit through this piece of shit ever again. I mean, the the worst part is, it's not the fact that the movie is, like bad so much is it just fucking boring and that makes it worse like, in a lot of ways like nothing, i can sit through a bad movie but. it's like they tried to take my cousin Vinny and cross it with rain man and it just it just doesn't work and i i can't believe i'm saying this paul but the movie doesn't actually end there's no definitive ending like they just kind of go someplace and the movie's over like they don't t- like what happened to the characters did they get arrested for kidnapping the mentally challenged brian like what what happened this movie is proof that star power isn't everything, and that just having people who are popular at the moment, or not even popular, like, that are well-known in pop culture at the moment, isn't enough to make a movie. At least Kevin Smith learned the le- a lesson from this movie, and instead of having J-Lo be the love interest in Jersey Girl with Ben Affleck, he killed her off in the first ten minutes of the film. That, like, yeah, that, that might be the like, best thing that happened out of this movie. Yeah, that that could have been, like, either one of our um, top, one of our top threes. So, you know what, let's, let's just move past this movie. You know what, let's, let's drink away this flick. Let's tell our friends how to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give some drinking names for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time a new character is thrust into the movie, take a drink. Number two. 
every time someone is on the phone, take a drink. Number three, whenever a conversation drags on longer than it should, take a drink. Number four. Which is all of them. Anytime Brian gets sent into another room, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's Wife's Choice Month, every time there's a romantic moment, like a kiss or something like that, take a drink. No. Every time someone does a shitty mobster impression, take a drink. Every time Brian talks about the Baywatch, take a drink. Every time someone mentions that Ricky is a lesbian, take a drink. And every time you want to punch Ben Affleck in the face, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the slick. If you've any comments about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment in either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros.gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can also check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. You know what I want to do right now, Paul? What's that? Punch Ben Affleck in the face. Take a drink. All right. So, it's uh, the end of the first week here in uh, February, so let's rank these movies we've seen so far. Uh, for me, in the number four spot is Gigli, because it's a fucking abysmal piece of shit that needs to rot in the bowels of hell forever and uh, never be seen by anybody. Number three is watching my slow cooker wa- make chicken noodle soup for six hours straight. Number two is the negative six degree temperature outside, which is more pleasant to spend time with than watching this movie. And number one is playing Dynasty Warriors 7 on the PlayStation 3 in my basement at 56 degrees Fahrenheit because my basement doesn't fucking properly heat in the winter. All right, number four, Geely. Yeah. Number three, watching the minutes change in my microwave. Number two, watching the snow fall outside. It's actually quite nice. And number one, looking at the menu screen on my new Nintendo Switch. It's far more exciting than Geely was. So, you know, like we said, in the spirit of romance, we've given this month over to Wives' Choice. And next week... For better, for worse. My wife... So far, for worse. Who I think actually loves me, has actually picked the 1991 film Ernest Scared Stupid, which will not make me want to claw the eyes out of my face. This will be the first um, Ernest movie that I've ever watched all the way through. Well, you're in for a treat, Paul. It's better than Geely. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, don't watch Geely, and be back for more.